Welcome to Inside the Multiverse with Carlos, Brad, and Matt. In this episode, we discuss the topic of race and superheroes. Follow us on Twitter at IT Multiverse. Now, explore with us as we go Inside the Multiverse. What's up, everyone? We're back with another episode of Inside the Multiverse. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Carlos. Um, I'm here with Matt and Brad. How's it going, guys? Things are going great here. How's everything going with you guys? Going good. Can't complain. Yeah, so we haven't had that much news. Um, I was throwing around a few different ideas in my head of what we can do, and then something came up from The Hollywood Reporter. Now, if you guys don't follow stuff this closely, um, it came about... There was already news that Tanahisi Coates was writing a Superman movie, and it was potentially going to be a black Superman movie, which I think we've talked about, right? That there was going to be an African-American Superman, and... um, you know, what were the possibilities? Was it going to be Val Zod, Calvin Ellis? Who was it going to be? What, you know, what it kind of was going to look like. So this new article from the Hollywood Reporter, which I have here, I'm going to read off real quick. Um, it just talks about insiders at Warner say they're committed to hiring a black director, which is nice. Makes sense. Um And then it kind of goes into there's maybe potentially a few on the, the list that they're talking about. So there's Stephen Cable Jr., from Creed 2, J.D. Dillard, Regina King. And I even think there was mentions of, I can't find it at the moment, but Barry Jenkins. So there's a lot of names that are kind of floating around, which makes sense. Um, It says that a source tells THR that Coates is crafting a Kal-El in the vein of the original Superman comics and will have the protagonist hail from Krypton and come to Earth. Okay. Okay. one option under consideration is for the film to be a 20th century period piece. Now, 20th century means anywhere between 1901 and 2000. So they're making a big push for representation. And it looks like we are kind of getting our answer as to which Superman it may be. Kal-El is Clark Kent. Now, um, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty interesting. I thought for sure it would be like Valzad. Um, I thought we would maybe maybe get a Calvin Ellis, which is maybe they could go that way. But the way the name is spelled, so Calvin Ellis's Krypton name is also Kellel, but it's not hyphenated. There's no hyphen. So maybe they could do that. But the way the THR article states it, it has like it hyphenated. And I'm sure they would have specified if it wasn't if it was Calvin Ellis. So I think we are very likely going to get Clark Kent, Kellel as an african-american man um so just kind of putting it out there what do you guys think how do you guys feel about that uh let's see matt you want to go first how do you feel yeah um i think it's a great thing um partly because with everything going on in today's world i think just getting as much diversity as we can is really important um i've always said in things that i've done in my personal life diversity is like having a healthy meal. You know, when they say have a healthy meal, you want to have a whole bunch of different colors. You want to have your reds, your greens, you know, all these different types of fruits and vegetables to make a healthy meal. And I think life's like that too. You want to have diversity. You want to have as as much diversity as you can to have a healthy life because then you're learning from other people, their experiences, their cultures, and it's going to make you a more well-rounded individual. And I think having that diversity in representation has been severely lacking in Hollywood 
and severely lacking in a lot of characters that we've kind of known and grown up loving. So to have a, a black um, Kal-El, I think is really important. And then also the fact that the character of Superman is an alien. He's from a whole different planet. And part of his character is feeling like he doesn't belong, trying to do what he can to fit in, to be accepted. And I think that's something that someone who is not a traditional white character is going to really be able to identify with. So I think having a black Kal-El kind of goes along the lines of what Superman represents in trying to, you know, be someone that is accepted and someone that can, um, you know, kind of blend in and, and adapt to what's going on. So I think it's just really important that that's happening. And I hope that's what does happen. I hope it is Kal-El, Clark Kent, the one that we know. So I'm, I'm all for it. I think it's really important. For sure. How about you, Brad? How are you feeling about this? I mean, uh, I'm kind of more like in wait and see mode, personally. Mm -hmm. um, that's mm -hmm. how I kind of always am with these uh, sort of castings. Because, uh, you know, Marvel has experience with this, uh, doing like, uh, as we call it, uh, race bending uh, with the castings. You know, they did uh, Nick Fury as Samuel L. Jackson. They did uh, Heimdall as uh, Idris Elba. They did uh, Zendaya as, uh, or Zendaya as uh, uh, Mary Jane. And then even DC has some experience with it too, with doing uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, I, I think I'm kind of in like wait and see mode and, you know, see what they actually do with the character before I, you know, like spark an outrage, like, oh, going in the direction. I need to see the story first and get more details before I really, you know, just, oh, you know, they're going with the wrong character. But I don't know that yet because I don't know the story. I don't know the plot details. So I'm just kind of, kind of in wait and see mode. Okay, for sure. So I, for me personally, I think, I don't know. I'm on one hand, I am feeling like Matt, like, Hey, that's a good thing. Like, why not? Why not give it a try? And, you know, it would be great to see how that story unfolds. However, on the other hand, I am a little bit more cautious just about how is it all going to turn out? Is it going to, you know, play out well? And um, me personally, I think the thing that interested me the most besides change the gene the character's race because obviously that's going to inform the story it's going to inform the character a little bit differently you know the character's going to have slightly different uh, just a slightly different background and i don't think it's for the worse i think it's for the better i think it's going to be interesting it's an interesting take um i think the most thing i'm a little bit nervous about is if it's a period piece so if it's something in the 20th century so maybe it's in the 30s for anywhere you know anywhere between like i said 1901 between 2000 i'm a little nervous about because to me that means it's gonna be in its own universe or like its own earth so it won't be connected to anything and if you've listened to the last episode i was really big on okay if they do this let's say they do a valzod or a black superman whatever they're gonna do i would love to see it connected to one of the earths right like i i think i pitched it to robert pattinson's batman Right. Like have that be his Superman. And that would be cool. doesn't look like it's going that way. And that kind of bums me out. I really want to see DC's characters connected. And it seems like they just don't don't want to do that. And it's fine. But um, other than that, I'm really interested just to see where this character goes. I think it's going to be super important if it hits how big it's going to be for, you know, a certain, you know, for everybody. I think for everybody to see you know, a different 
person as Superman. Not to mention Clark Kent, because that's big. You know, Clark Kent in pretty much every iteration has been, you know, a six foot five white male with blue eyes and dark hair. Like that's just been who he is. And um, I think the bigger thing and the reason why I really wanted to talk about this is uh, to kind of move into this whole idea of like Brad said, is uh, this race bending idea is changing the racial identity, the race identity, or, you know, the, the identity of that character. And is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Um, some people I know were really upset about this whole idea because they felt that DC was just pandering. DC was doing this to right wrongs that they did uh, towards Ray Fisher and how they handled his situation. And so there's, there's that feeling. There's also the feeling that, Hey, if you're making this, why not put up some characters who are already black, you know, who already are African-American and who we can, you know, like the steel, like, why not make a steel movie again? Why not make Vixen or why not do something else? Because there are characters out there. And I think that's a fair question. So I kind of want to get your guys's feeling like, how do you feel when studio decides to maybe change the race of a character and so since matt went first brad how do you feel how do you feel about it this idea in general right now do you mean like race bending in general or do you mean like superman uh, like specifically i i say take it any way you want whichever way you want okay um i mean personally i think it it, it depends on the studio a little bit um because i think uh marvel is going to have a lot uh, more confidence from their fans than someone like DC. Uh, Marvel, you know, they, they've had some hesitation on some of their castings, but I think they've also have such a good track record that their fans have more confidence in them. DC, on the other hand, this is, it's, it's a bit of a risk. Yeah. And DC isn't necessarily known for their great track record when making uh, superhero movies. So I just, it's, I kind of get hesitation because like is this like the correct direction to go in like when you don't really have like that many hits under your belt so that that's one point and then the other point is like is changing is like making the character uh being played by a different race is that changing the identity of the character or are you just looking for the best actor or actress possible yeah yeah Th those are some good points what about you matt how you feeling about this whole idea yeah, I, I think Brad brings up a great point, um, especially when it comes to Marvel and DC. I think with Marvel's track record, they probably have more flexibility to make uh, more original casting decisions than DC, because DC, as you know, we've discussed um, a lot on this show, is they don't really make great movies. So maybe try and get the original formula down first before you try and expand. But Marvel has that ability to do so because they've kind of built up that track record of, we know what we're doing, so trust us in this decision. Right. But to uh, go back to a point that you made about, you know, there are other black characters to maybe put in the forefront, such as Steel. To me, I mean, yes, let's give those characters an opportunity, but if you have a Steel movie with a black character and a Superman uh, movie with a black uh, character, as a black character, I mean, the Superman one is just going to be more important. Superman is obviously one of the most popular, if not the most popular superhero in the world. 
So for me, I look at it from the sense of it's giving a whole new generation of um, of kids something to look at and say, wow, he looks like me and he's doing all of this stuff. And especially with a lot of the superheroes that were, you know, created in, in the 30s, 40s, 50s and in, in those time periods, uh the, the way that society was then, I mean, I know we're not perfect now, nowhere near close to it, but I, I think it's uh, safe to say that race relations has gotten at least better since then, but all those characters were being written by white guys, and, you know, I'm sure there wasn't a lot of black comic book writers back then that were given the opportunity to even create their stories. So I think, to me, that's why I'm more... Um, more gung-ho, I guess, about the idea of changing those characters because they, they weren't given that opportunity when these guys were created. So, you know, I understand the, the pandering aspect and people being upset about changing characters just for the sake of changing characters, but I think what it stands for and what it represents is important enough to make those changes. Yeah, and I think I'm, I'm kind of there too, and uh, it's important to, like you said, kind of for people to see, you know, themselves. I think that's really important. I think that's that's big. And you kind of mentioned it with the whole idea of like, you can put a steel movie out, but compared to a Superman movie, like it doesn't have the same impact, right? And it's it's a big deal. Um, now, as a whole, I for me, race bending and changing a character's race can work. And I'm fine with it as long as it doesn't change. As long as, you know, race isn't necessarily what makes that character that character. So, like, you know, because we th there's I've been in arguments with people or discussions with people. They're like, well, what if uh, I changed Black Panther to being like a white guy? How would you feel? And it's like, dude, Black Panther's character is a prince from an African kingdom, you know. And he comes from a long line of African kings. Like that's, it doesn't, he needs, because he's from Africa and lives in Africa and is an African prince, he needs to be black. Whereas the Superman story in itself is an immigrant coming from another planet, landing on earth, being raised by people with great values and becoming the world's greatest superhero. That's, you know, that's the Superman story. It's a beacon of hope. And, um, I think as long as you hit those points and you make a good Superman movie, I'm all for it. You know, if that's what you want to do with Superman, that's cool. Like, I, I'll definitely watch it. But like you said, Brad, you know, DC doesn't have a lot of wiggle room with this stuff. You know, they don't have the confidence. Like, if Marvel was doing this, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because they've hit on pretty much every single movie they've made. And every single series they've made so far has been a hit. And with DC, it's kind of like, I don't know what we're going to get. I don't, you know, you don't know. And I think race bending Superman, you know, doesn't worry me too much. Race bending in general doesn't worry me too much. Um, I, I get upset at people that really get, you know, up in arms over it. And it mainly, unfortunately, like you may not want to realize this. But if your one like thing is like you want to keep these characters white, you may want to think about why that is. You know, just do a little bit of like, why do I feel like that? And just think about it critically. Because if that's your issue, 
you may have some other things going on, dude. Right. Um, uh, just I'm I'm really interested in this whole idea because, I mean, there's a few different I mean, it's come up before. Like, what if they, you know, changed Batman? Right. What if they race Batman to Batman? Like, I know a lot of people fan cast Idris Elba as Batman and he would kill it like he'd knock it out of the park right and um is there any maybe characters besides you know like uh the you know king t'challa that you maybe would say like dc wise that like mm, you'd have a hard time with that one like matt you got any characters that you might have <laughs> it's funny that you asked that because i was thinking of asking that same question and batman was the first one that came to mind oh and partly because of you know whether it, it would be seen as uh questionable or not but you know one of batman's nicknames is the dark knight now mm. if they made batman black would that become an issue mm. so that was kind of where i was going with with my line of thinking but i don't really know if there's a superhero that i can think of from dc that to me would kind of be off limits in terms of changing their race. Um, Cause you know, as you said with Superman, it's an immigrant um, story. So, I mean, really you can have any race kind of be Superman um, with Batman. I mean, there are plenty of kids who aren't white that come from rich families and you know, their, their parents could come out of any theater and get shot and killed. So, you know, unfortunately for Batman, that's that's just always going to be his story. He just has to watch his parents die. So, um, I mean, sucks to be Batman in that regard. But, hey, you get a cool bat belt. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I, I can't think. Maybe Wonder Woman, just because coming from Greece. I mean, like, if you're keeping her story with Greek mythology then, you know, maybe it, it would be less believable if her race changed. But other than that, um, you know, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head that are, um, as I said, kind of off limits. Okay. What about you, Brad? You got any, I mean, I know you're more of a Marvel guy, but like anybody, any characters uh, at all that come to your mind? The only one that I could really think of, and I'm not like crazy well-versed in their story, so I could be wrong here, but like maybe Cyborg? Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not the biggest cyborg fan. I, I really right. only know him from the DC movies, but like, that's one character. Like I, I, I would kind of think, um, and also yeah. justice league, uh, young justice league and all that. Um, yeah. but yeah, so that, that's kind of one character. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm kind of the same as Matt. I, I don't, I can't really think of any, um, maybe right. if you thought of one, I would maybe, maybe you would get the gears turning. Okay. I mean, for me, it's funny that you bring up Cyborg because it's kind of the same situation where it's like, because Cyborg was made as a black character, it is a little hard. And I think I would, I would be a little annoyed if they were like, oh, it's going to be played by some white dude. I'd be like, uh, that's not, you know, that's not Cyborg. Are you telling me this is a different Cyborg? Maybe I could get on with that. But if it's not like, you know, so I, that's a really good one, which I hadn't thought about before. And um, and I think what's interesting and some people have brought it up is like, OK, so if you guys remember the whole thing with Ray Fisher was how he was treated by. Um, why can't I think of his name? Why is his name? Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Yeah, Joss Whedon. Thank you. It was how he was treated by Joss Whedon and Jeff Johns. 
right? So I don't know how much DC Comics each of you guys have read in the recent past, but in New 52, they had introduced a new Wally West, and he was Wally West, and he was black, and he was black. And it was something that I thought was interesting, um, that I was really into. And then Jeff Johns got a hold of the comics and said he wanted to take everyone back to their traditional like roots right you can kind of see where i'm going with this traditional roots and so what he did was he retconned wally west this wally west to be a wallace west from another side of the family and brought back the original white red-haired wally west and things like that are why like people get mad at dc for making these choices it's like I, I so I get the upset like why are you just gonna make this it, it's the feeling of especially I'm not you know African-American but I can see where the feeling of like oh are you just doing this just because you've done African-American characters in the past like badly which in some sense they have they've disrespected them really badly in terms of pushing Wally West to the side you know pushing cyborg kind of moving him all over the place not really respecting him the things they did <sighs> I'm just really, really hoping that this is coming from a good place. Um, okay, I want to ask you guys another question because I saw this. What do you think? Do you think this is in any way a response to Sam Wilson becoming the new Captain America? Like, what are your thoughts on that, Brad? Like, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but so that's one topic someone brought up. Like, I feel like this is just because Sam Wilson is now Captain America. I mean, I could, I could definitely see that being, uh, being DC's response. Um, I hope it's not because I think, like you said, that's not rooted in good intentions. Uh, however, um, I don't know, maybe they watched, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and they saw like, wow, like everybody's talking about like this black Captain America, like, you know, Marvel's kind of, they're really uh, shaking things up and, you know, maybe they decided to go in that direction themselves. Now, I don't, I don't think that is the case. Because, uh, you know, Michael B. Jordan, he's been trying to, you know, kind of spearhead this uh, black Superman movie for quite a while. Um, I believe we got Ta Nahisi Coates as the writer before the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier even came out, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm, I'm really hoping that this is rooted in good intentions. Um, that maybe that's, you know, maybe that's too optimistic. Maybe I'm being a little bit foolish. But that that's what I that's what I'm going to choose to believe. Fair enough. Matt, how do you how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think I'm kind of in the same boat as Brad. I mean, we've talked before how my opinion is DC was trying to copy what Marvel was doing in terms of their movies. So now they're like, oh, fuck. Now, on top of all the good shit they've done now, they're doing this. Like, all right, all right we'll do it, too. Like, that's yeah. hopefully not what it was like in their, um, you know, they're behind behind the doors meetings and coming up with their movie ideas. I hope that this is coming from more of just a, a pure and good intentional um, decision, not just a kind of knee jerk reaction to shit. We got to keep up with Marvel because they're, they're doing this better than us now too. So yeah. I mean, it's unfortunately when it comes to things like this entertainment and things that kind of rely on revenue, I mean, it, it is logical to think that they might be willing to do whatever to make money off of their their product. But I hope that 
with something as serious as this um, is this topic that they're doing it for the good uh, intentions as, as Brad said. Yeah. Um, I agree with both of you. I really hope it's not like a catch up game. I hope they're not playing catch up. I hope they're just doing it because they want to, and they feel like they can make a really good story out of it. Um, now, another point that I think is very interesting that I was thinking about was like, is this going to have the same impact as let's say, you know, if this was, so in Earth 2, Valzad, he only becomes Superman. It's very um, Peter Parker, Miles Morales. Miles, you know, it's uh, he only becomes Superman after his Earth Superman dies. He witnesses him die and decides that, you know what, this world needs another Superman. I'm Kryptonian. He's a pacifist. He's very like, you know, he doesn't believe in violence. So he has this thing of like block and he didn't want to become you know he has this anxiety about it so my question would be is like how much more powerful would it have been if they would have been able to establish this universe give us who knows how many you know superman movies with a clark kent have this guy pass away and now a new superman as you know valzad or whoever it may be takes his place and he is an african-american man like which one is going to have the most impact is it going to be this which could work and it could hit and the movie could be amazing which i'm not downplaying that at all or would it be more impactful if it was like you know earned kind of thing like if it was a built-up thing um matt what do you think like how do you feel about me ranting that a little bit um I'm trying to think because on one hand, the idea of it kind of being the only term I can think of is like a Hail Mary if they do it this way, where there's no established um, storyline. It's no kind of passing of the torch. It's just here's here's our Superman rather than all right, the Superman that we're used to. He's now dead. So we need to find a replacement. You know, let's bring in this guy. So. I think I'm going to lean towards this Hail Mary approach and okay. just kind of maybe putting more cards on, or no, I don't even think that expression makes sense for this, but kind of just taking a bigger swing at it rather than at least establishing like, okay, people like this movie, the, these stories that we've been doing. So let's now try and use that, you know, credit that we've built up to shift and make a new Superman. I think it's more powerful to, kind of present it at first from the get-go and uh, presenting it that way. But yeah, I mean, I'm still a little back and forth on that, but I think if I had to give a definite answer, it would be that. Okay. What about you, Brad? Uh, I'd probably have to lean the same way, personally. Um, I, you know, once again, not to compare everything to Marvel, um, but I feel like it's that, like the, the scenario you described, it sounds a lot like... Uh, uh, Captain America, the old Captain America's name, his name's escaping me. Steve Rogers. Uh, Steve Rogers. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, we got all of these movies with Steve Rogers. You know, we had like, what, 23 Marvel movies leading up to Endgame. And then we get like this entire history. And then at, you know, the 23rd movie, Endgame, then we see, you know, like this old, old, uh, broken down Steve Rogers. And he's like, he's passing the shield off to Sam. Like it kind of it kind of sounds like that very same scenario. Um, now, me personally, being a Marvel fan, 
I I love the buildup. You know that right. that was a very it was a very rewarding uh, payoff uh, to get you know those twenty three movies and then you know at the end you know Steve finally gets his happy ending and then he you know passes the shield off to his you know partner. So I personally I would probably lean that way, um, but that's that's probably just a biased way of thinking because you know, <laughs> I like Marvel. Yeah, and I think that'd be a really cool way to attack the attack the storyline. Yeah, and um, I'm kind of torn. Because I think, like, man, on one hand, I get it. Like uh, Matt said, swing for the fences, just go for it and present us and let this be who it is. And I can't say that I'm not excited for it because I am. I really want to see it. I'm really interested. Tanaisi Coates is a talented author and writer. So I want to see what he brings. Um, on the other hand, it is like, I really wish we got some buildup. You know, I think what this just shows me is my biggest issues with DC will continue to be their ability to build things together. Like their ability to, you know, continuity to build continuity is their biggest issue. And it will always be that for me. Um, and I think the, I mean, I'm really just interested just to see where the story goes. I have no idea. You know, I hope in the next few weeks, next few months, we kind of get more tidbits here and there. Um, just to put you guys on the spot, 100% putting you guys on the spot. And I'm sure you knew this was coming at some point. You have to pick a actor to play Clark Kent and Superman. Now remember, this is Clark Kent and Superman. You can give me one or two. Do either of you guys want to go first or should I go first? You guys want some time? I mean, as soon as you said one actor, I, I was uh, jokingly just going to butt in real quick and just say the name, but... It's Go someone, Michael B. Jordan. I mean, I I think he would just be the perfect choice. He he he's a great action actor. We've seen that in Creed. We've seen that in Black Panther. He's a very good character actor from other movies he's done, and he he has the looks for it. And I think one of the main reasons why I'm so gung ho leading the the um, charge for Michael B. Jordan to be Superman is because one of the best. And most important things from his portrayal of Killmonger is the impact that he had. And the line I'm thinking of specifically is when he said, I would rather have you know drowned at the bottom of the ocean or lay me to rest with my ancestors. I'm, now I'm forgetting the line and look like yeah, an idiot. Yeah, yeah. But you know which <laughs> line I'm talking about. Yeah. But I think that is one of the biggest takeaways from that movie. And in terms of the importance of having the first black Superman. I think his portrayal of Killmonger shows that he is able to nail that important role. And it's not just an entertaining role. It's a role that means something to the audience and one that people would be able to look at and say, he fucking nailed it. Like that is what I wanted a black Superman to be. He is someone I can look at and aspire to be. And, you know, he's the role model I, I want to follow after. So I think that's why I'm so like gung ho about Michael B. Jordan, or if they wanted to go with an older Superman, Idris Elba, because he's just an why older not? he's just an older British Michael B. Jordan to me. So <laughs> they're, they're both great actors that I mean they could probably do any role that they wanted to, honestly. Yeah, Brad. What about you? You got any names in your head? You're muted. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna steal Carlos's. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Trevante Rhodes. Ooh. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just think he's a phenomenal actor. Uh, he did a fantastic job in a movie. Uh, also, you know, if they're trying to throw Barry Jenkins uh, name into the hat as in terms of directing, I mean, I think that's that's an easy one-two punch because uh, you know they already have the chemistry from working on Moonlight together. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my pick. Um, I, he's got build. Uh, I yeah, I just I think he'd be a home run of a pick for uh, a black Superman. Okay, okay. Now you guys are going very like bigger names, right? So let, I'm going to connect, let's say for whatever reason they say, okay, Regina King, here's Superman. Okay. Uh, she worked with somebody named, I, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right. Eli, it's Gore, Gore. It's uh, G-O-R-E-E. -E. And he played, let's see who he played in. One Night in Miami, he played Cassius Clay which is obviously Muhammad Ali. Now, if you look at the dude, he's a well-built guy. He's like 6'2", pretty solid. I personally have not seen the movie, but there's an idea around that they may go with a lesser-known character, which they or a lesser-known actor, which they have gone in the past. So if they do, that's kind of being the name I'm looking at. But obviously, my first is just like Trevante Rhodes, and I think Michael B. Jordan would be great. There's another part of me that thinks, um, and I want to get your thought on this, that I think there may be some ideas that comedic actors may succeed in the role of, you know, Superman. And it's only because Clark Kent as himself is kind of this like earnest, you know, like really lighthearted, you know, kind guy. And I think sometimes it's a little bit easier for some, some of these guys who are comedic actors to portray these guys. So there's one guy in particular, um, who his name is oh, David Diggs. I don't know if he's necessarily a comedic actor, but if you don't know the name, kind of Google him right now. He's kind of got a really good build and profile, and he he I think he would be interesting. And so those are some names off the top of my head. Hmm. Um, yeah, I I've... think... Oh, we'll go ahead, Matt. I was just going to say, I looked up David Diggs, and he doesn't look familiar, so I don't know if I've seen him in anything, so I can't comment on whether or not I feel like he would be a good pick. Um, okay. I, I do agree, though, that I think the comedic actors um, are sometimes overlooked in terms of serious roles. Uh, I mean, not superhero-related at all, but I think Robin Williams and Jim Carrey are some of the greatest dramatic actors, but because of majority of their roles are more of the goofy, insane characters. They're not always looked at in the same light. But another actor that I did forget um, that I think could be a good Superman, but he would be kind of more on the older side, would be uh, Sterling K. Brown from mm -hmm. This Is Us. And he was also in Black Panther. Um, I think he would be a really great actor um, to do the role as well. Uh, he He's definitely very good dramatic-wise. Um, I don't know if I've seen him really in anything more in the terms of like action role where Superman, you know, obviously would have to do those kind of scenes. But I mean, everything I've seen him in, he's knocked it out of the park. So he would also be, I guess, maybe more under the radar kind of casting decision since you called me and Brad out for going more mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to throw one from uh, Black Panther. So since you went um, Michael B. Jordan, which I think would be home run. If they announced that, I'd be like, yeah, let's see it. Um, I think an interesting one would be Winston Duke, who plays 
Mbaku. You know, he's got he's he's a big guy, but it's not overly, you know, muscular. Henry like, I think <laughs> yeah, it's not Henry Cavill where it looks like, dude, he's about to, you know, his traps are just incredibly There's large. No reporter looks like that. You're, no. you're too busy chasing down a story, too busy writing the story. I mean, unless all your stories involve you like lifting, then no reporter should look like that. That should be an <laughs> obvious giveaway. Dude is yoked. And it's not like he's wearing baggy clothes to hide it either. It's like everything's really form fitting and he's all yoked up. So, um, I also like the idea that maybe Clark Kent, Superman is kind of has the country, country boy, strong body, you know, where it's like a big barrel chest and he's kind of this big guy. Um, and I think Winston Duke, who he has a good amount of range and I like them as in Baku. There was a little bit of humor there. Um, he also played a character on, um, what's the show with all the families, uh, modern family. And he was like a character on modern family for a little bit. And I thought he was pretty funny there. So I think if they wanted to pluck somebody from there, that would be interesting because he's got a really cool build for it. I think he's, I think he'd be interesting for sure. Yeah. And I, I think you bring up a good point too about having the comedic chops, because one thing that I think's kind of been lost on the Superman uh, character in the, um, DC universe that we've gotten is Clark Kent is kind of like a stumbling, fumbling, goofy, like, oh, look, yeah, look how quirky he is. Look how, you know, much of a, a geek he is. And you don't get that from Henry Cavill's Clark Kent. Um, you know, I've, I've been watching more of Superman and Lois, and I think that they've knocked it out of the park with yes. the of Superman and Clark Kent because yes. he has that goofy, like, look at this guy. Like, he's, he's built well enough to pull off Superman. But he also, as Clark Kent, looks like a guy that is an average Joe that, you know, is fit. And I think we, me and you, Carlos, have discussed in the past that, for me personally, I think aside from Tyler uh, um, Hawkland, um, I think Brandon Ruth really got um, kind of yeah. screwed over with what happened with his Superman storyline. I think he was a really great um, Superman and Clark Kent. And in other projects he's done, he's shown that he has that kind of comedic aspect that you would need for Clark Kent. And the perfect example of that is him as Ray Palmer on Arrow. Because yeah. I think a lot of that character was a little similar to Clark Kent in his goofy, like, real corny kind of um, character. So yeah. I, I think he probably should have gotten more Superman movies and should have had more of an opportunity. But, uh, yeah, I think, like I said, you brought up a good point that you need someone to have that ability. And I really don't see that from Henry Cavill. I don't I don't think he has that in him. So, Brad, did you think of another name or you like all? No, I was uh, I thought of uh, possibly Jonathan Majors. Ooh, I have to look him up. We're Googling time. Jonathan Majors. Uh, so he was in uh, I don't know if you guys watched Lovecraft Country. He was the lead in that. And then he's also playing uh, Kang the Conqueror in the MCU. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we're plucking more uh, MCU people. I like it. Um, he has like kind of like that. I feel like he has like that country strong body like yeah. you were talking about. And then in uh, Lovecraft Country, he kind of, I wouldn't say he he's like a total like geek, but I think at some points he kind of does have like that kind of like stumbling Kind of personality so oh, I, I don't know i think he'd be interesting i like it there's a, a few pictures on here where he's in some glasses okay i can see that all right 
I, I like that pick. That's actually a really good pick because I think that's one thing that's just missing. And I hope uh, Tennessee Coates and the director just nail is the personality, you know, because there's deliveries and lines that Superman says where, you know, it, Tyler Hoechlin's, uh version of it, that first line where he's in that suit, the kid tells him, oh, nice suit, mister. And he says, oh, thanks. My mom made it. Right. Like it's just this that that's who he is. That's that's him every day. Like, you know, when you see him any anytime on that show, you see him interacting with like anybody from the outside. You see that that's really him, like just the way he holds himself. So I hope they nail that. And if it's going to be Kel Elf, it's going to be Clark Kent. Nail that and make sure that that's the most important thing to me is just nail that personality and let's go for it. Um so do you guys have, you know, we're going to cut this a little short. Do you guys have any other like comments or points on like anything that we've talked about today? Uh, the only one that I can think of is um, when kind of looking up um, this topic, just because I wanted to try and be more well-versed in it is I found out that Magneto wasn't, and this is completely changing gears, but um, Magneto um, wasn't always Jewish, which I didn't know. Growing up from the cartoons and the movies, I mean, he was always portrayed as being a survivor of concentration camp and his parents, but yeah. um, he wasn't originally written as a, a Jewish uh, with a Jewish background. It was something that they changed uh, later on in his character. So that was just something that I thought was interesting because I just always assumed that he was of a, a Jewish background. Yeah, that is really interesting. Now, that's interesting because it stuck around. Like people really liked it and stuck around. Could you imagine if this thing, this this idea of a like black Clark Kent is a hit and it sticks? Like what that's gonna do to a certain group of people? And you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. How <laughs> fucking upset they're gonna be. And I think that's one of the things that I'm most excited about. I want to see these people pissed because I'm gonna be sitting there enjoying it. Like, oh my god, look at this Superman. He's awesome. As long as the movie's great, right? Like this is great. And those people are going to be hating it. And um, I can't wait. Um, Brad, you got anything else for the day? No, I think we, uh, we touched on everything I wanted to touch on. All right. Well, that's going to be it for us today. Um, thank you all for listening. You can go ahead and go follow us at it multiverse. I didn't screw it up because I thought about it. That was the first time I ever got it right uh, on Twitter. Um, we also have an Instagram, which uh, I don't remember the handle off the you know right off there's the a head, lot of underscores in it <laughs> yeah there's a lot yeah. of underscores just check it out we post some stuff on there um so yeah come and follow us let us know what you think of the episode and um if you haven't checked out any of their other ones go back and listen and uh thank you guys very much for listening and uh, we'll see you guys next time see you guys next time happy mother's day to all the mothers out there yeah